Good morning and welcome to Mumphrey's Musings. Today it is Wednesday, uh, March 16th. Last night we had our fourth session of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Um, the group had decided to go ahead and take off, uh, leave the village of Barovia behind, escorting Irina out of the village, uh, not uh, deciding against staying a second night. Uh, as much as hard as I tried to get them to stay because I was wanting to uh, have the Strahd encounter um, you know have him swing by the house and say hello to everybody uh, but they headed out on the road instead we had uh, an encounter with some Strahd zombies got to use the special effects table with the uh, the damage threshold on them gave you uh, a decapitation or tore off a leg or an arm or something just to make it a little more I guess visceral um, tried to really incorporate that into the combat I also had uh, our druid um, Stefan since he had uh, sacrificed his bear form on the altar in the basement of the death house we uh, he uh, had a um, came upon an encounter where a, a bear was being assaulted right at the riverbed or at the bank of the river um, where it had just been fishing and so it was surrounded by a, a small group of the straw zombies and everybody uh, did their best to go down and help it out but the, of course this was uh, you know set there so that at the uh, assuming they did rescue the bear um Stefan the uh, was talking to the bear with his speak with animals uh spell and got it to calm down after the fight was over with and had a, a short scene where he sort of communed with the bear um and a little part of uh the bear's spirit was was passed over to him thus uh, re-enabling his shape-shifting ability for for the bear form, which he was um, really, he really seemed to uh, enjoy that, um, so he was happy to get that back, and I uh, thought it made sense story-wise, so that's that's why we had the bear encounter. Um, then they uh, ran into a couple more of the random uh, um, encounters using the daylight uh, table. They found uh, a trinket on the road, a small child's teacup that uh, had a smear of blood on it. They had um, an encounter with uh, one of the the undead uh, riders, um, and that had had it uh, leading its horse out of the wood. It simply mounted its horse on the road and began to travel uh, back eastward along the road. Passed by the party, they simply watched it go by, didn't address it or interfere in any way, so uh, they just got to see it go by. Um, described it as having a tabard with the old, looked like a very faded white dragon or something similar on it, so tried to tie it into the rumor that they had heard that there are um, um, undead members of the old silver dragon group that would be possibly useful in aiding them against Strahd. They made it uh, to the Vistani camp down by the Surpool, uh, spoke with, uh, you know, shared some tales with the, with the 
uh, partying Vistani there. Um, we're pretty friendly. Uh, our rogue slash ranger uh, decided to go ahead and try to play some card tricks using uh, some sleight of hand and three card money type things and uh, put some uh, valuable valuables up against what he was told was a like a uh, spirit pouch that could be mixed uh, into a potion that would allow him to pass through the um, mists. Um, he's being lied to, uh, of course. This is just one of their little, uh, I don't want to say schemes, but uh, sort of a, a well-known amongst the Vistani. They, they're, you know, they're aware that, that passing through the mists is a a gift uh, from Strahd, essentially, allowing them to go through, and the Barovians are stuck there, uh, as are the characters, um, but they just don't seem to, they do grasp it, but they're looking for a way out. Um, they did go through the card readings with Madame Eva, and ended up finding one of the tokens there, the uh, symbol of Ravenkind, uh, drew that it was with the Diviner, which turns out to be Madame Eva. So they searched the camp and uh, were excited to find something to help them in their battle uh, against Strahd. So we have no uh, paladin or cleric in the group per se. We have a druid as a caster. Um, the rogue uh, slash thief, or I'm sorry, the rogue slash uh, Ranger has decided to try to attune to it, considering he's the uh, he's got at least a good alignment. So um, he's not going to be able to use the turn abilities that it uh, would also provide an extra use of. But he's still going to be able to use it to create sunlight, uh, and it also has the hold vampire ability. So I'm going to. Once he attunes, I'm going to go ahead and make sure that those are available to him. They um, spent the night there. Uh, they ate food. Madam Eva, again, with the uh, tarot readings, mentioned specifics um, to the characters. Uh, stuff that included uh, background information. Stuff that included uh, deeds that they had done in Barovia since they had arrived. So I really tried to play up that, you know, she was a seer, a diviner, knew something about them, knew them all by name, knew that why they were there and, you know, explained it to them that if you are not of Barovia and you are drawn to Barovia, then you have been brought here by Strahd. So, uh, and they kept um, hemming or sort of playing their carts close to the chest. They wouldn't flat out say that they were intending on opposing Strahd, but every time Madame Eva made uh, any kind of overture about, you know, this will help you in your journey to free the land from Strahd or get you back, you know, they kept saying, well, you know, that's all well and good, but we're not necessarily here to oppose him, because they don't trust uh, the Mastani, and of course there are spies everywhere. So, uh, we had... We had a pretty good session overall last night. They made it uh, a few more, quite a few more hexes uh, of travel. Took the high road, crossed the, the bridge up there above the or by the falls, um, and then uh, by the time they got to 
windmill, there was one of the card drawings that had told them about look look up high on a press precipice for an old sort of old mill. So they decided to go ahead and check that out. And at this point, um, we noticed one of our players. I mean, we've only got three players, and we noticed one of them hadn't made a comment in probably close to ten minutes, maybe. And uh, we were unable to reach him, but you could you could barely discern uh, a, a, a the occasional snore. So I think uh, one of my players had actually fallen asleep right as we were getting to the old bone grinder mill, and uh, he said he had been looking forward very much so to the next combat because uh, they had once they got the um, token of or uh, the holy symbol of Ravenkind, they leveled to four and uh, went ahead and let them go ahead and go through that then they you know stayed overnight to, to get a long rest so in the morning they were uh, you know setting out just a little bit more full of themselves a little bit pop more powerful but we went ahead and uh, they they breached the uh, mill looked around um, the first level uh, noticed uh, that they had been crunching around a little bit and had been walking on uh, small human bones uh, so that was awful um, they do still do have Irina with her with them and uh, at that point we decided to call it a night being down one player and thinking that uh, well they can hear somebody moving around and cackling up on the second floor so that I thought that was a good cliff cliffhanger uh, and next week we will Assumingly, they don't run away. Uh, we will start uh, clearing out the um, bone grinder, and uh, one on the top floor. There has been a card drawn, you know, that, that's going to point them towards uh, the Sun Sword here. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, nobody gets, uh, you, you know, that they play it well because the hags um, for level four characters, only three of them. Well, they have Irina, again Irina with them, which can you know she can give the help action. She can she can fight some, but she's not a uh, a major combat force. So we'll see what happens. Um, um, so we had uh, about a three and a half hour session last night, which really to me was nice because we had been running later and later, sometimes uh, after one o'clock, and uh, oof, that's getting rough. But going into especially seemed like preparation coming into this week um it was getting uh, harder i would say um i felt unprepared um or that pre preparation was harder most definitely compared to uh, having run the dragon of icefire peak as my only other game i really thought that it did a good job and made it pretty easy for a, a new uh, dungeon master getting the feel for you know you're, you're running your game you have the rules you're still learning um, you're trying to keep track of NPCs but not too many and uh, you've got things going on behind the scenes but again not very much I mean there's recurring villains and, and stuff in that campaign and uh, I really thought I, I wasn't prepared for a, a sandboxy type adventure like Strahd is. 
at least that's my impression of it so far um, and going into it that's what you know I had been hearing about it so I'm really trying to tighten up my preparation for this and also just to have a better overview of everything so that I can go ahead and uh, do you know the improvisational type if they go off the beaten path I mean we've got tables to roll on for uh, random encounters for daylight and for nighttime which gives you some uh, nice variety there so I mean the tools are there it's just putting in the if I will say I'm gonna say put the work in but it also has to be put in efficiently because you don't want to just sit here and basically study and study or you know create extra encounters or things of that nature and then never use them so it's trying to keep things um, movable so you might have pieces or um, characters or little bits of story that you can drop in here and there that aren't tied to specifically so uh, anyway it, the preparation for this one is a bit to me it seems to be a bit more lengthy and more intense uh, for me simply because of the number of important NPCs you've got the three major Barovian excuse me towns that you're trying I mean the, the players don't know they're they're aware that they're sort of chained together along this road but you know um, we're coming up on uh, Malachi and it's bigger than Barovia and Barovia was not complicated um, but just stacking you've got a town here then you've got Strahd doing things in the background then you've got groups out there that are possibly you've got the factions you have the werewolves you've got um, the undead that are wandering you've got the Strahd's created undead Strahd's spies you've got the ravens there's a lot to me it seems like there's a lot going on here that uh, it feels like you're juggling um, even though the, the plan that they have plans in place so that does make it easier because you, you have a general plan to follow so uh, probably just nervousness and sort of a little bit of overwhelmingness uh, that I'm feeling is making it seem harder than it is so I'm going to keep on uh, trudging through um, still get those butterflies before every game just like oh my gosh so it's it's a mixture of excitement and a little trepidation because I'm not looking forward to the time that they decide to do something and I have no idea how to handle it. So hopefully, you know, that those times are going to come up and I'm hopefully hoping to learn from them. So keep listening to my podcast, The Sly Flourish, and uh, The Three Wise DMs, Wayne's Game Notes um, through the uh, Fear the Boot uh, stream. Uh, Chris Hussey's car, uh, his little car trips, car RPG podcast, um, also through the Fear of the Boot feed. Uh, a lot of really good stuff out there. Uh, well, anyway, uh, happy Wednesday and uh, good gaming, y'all. Had a small addendum today, um, still Wednesday. Um, we had a recording of the from the RPG Academy, the uh, Econ Fundamentals, where we talk about uh, kickstarting projects or 
GameFound projects or Indiegogo projects, any of the crowdfunding type projects. Um, this week uh, wasn't able to be joined by Michael as he was away at a faculty retreat and apparently had a very good entertaining time with the folks there. So um, Brandon joined me uh, for this episode and it can be found again on the RPG Academy feed, Econ Fundamentals. Uh, we covered three projects each um, and we release that uh, every couple weeks. Uh, usually it's out Tuesday or Wednesday of the um, the sun past the Sunday we recorded on. Um, we're a few episodes into the new season of that. So check it out over at the RPGacademy.com. And uh, if you're interested in gaming or different types of media, they do movies, book reviews over there, um, or book club as well. Uh, it's a really nice place. They have a Discord that's um, active and have some really good folks over there. So if you're interested in, oh, like a Superman TV show or uh, gaming in general, board gaming, role-playing, those types of games, video games, um, swing on by and see if uh, it's something that interests you. There's plenty of different p podcasts as well. They've got actual plays. They've got interviews, product um, reviews. Um, it's a great place to uh, check out. So um, give them a, give that uh, podcast a listen if you're into seeing what sort of things are out there on the crowdfunding sites. And uh, have a good Wednesday.